Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, I'm Gemma Bath, filling in for Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. For almost two decades, Ellen DeGeneres has been one of America's most loved TV personalities. So I have been doing this show for 16 years. That's about 3,000 episodes. A lot. With her be kind to everyone mantra, her giveaways, her heartwarming stories with everyday people and her fun, often silly interviews with some of the biggest celebrities on the planet, the 62-year-old has built herself an empire. But she could be about to lose it all as allegations of bullying and racism within her workplace intermix with stories of Ellen's so-called prickly off-screen persona. Today we're going to find out if Ellen can survive being cancelled as everyone from her guests to her staff go public with stories and accusations. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. How was the party? I wasn't invited. Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Last year, no, last time I was on the show, last year, you gave me a bunch of about not inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who doesn't want to be invited to a party? Well, I didn't even know you liked me. (laughs) Of course I like you. You knew I liked you. You've been on the show many times, and and don't I show like? (laughs) Yeah. But I did invite you, and you didn't come, so. This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. Jonathan, your producer. Who okay. said you were? I yeah, was invited. Right Why didn't I go? I don't know. That's Dakota Johnson on the couch with Ellen in November. It's the interview that prompted a reputation mudslide. Next came a Twitter thread full of allegations claiming Ellen was the meanest person alive. And then media personalities and other celebs started joining in. Australian radio presenter Neil Breen shared this experience from 2013, which he described as bizarre. The producers called us aside and said, "Okay, this is how it's going to work here this morning. Ellen's going to arrive at 10.15 and she'll be sitting in this chair here and Richard, you'll be sitting in this chair here. Now, Neil, no one's to talk to Ellen. So you don't talk to her, you don't approach her, you don't look at her. She'll come in, she'll sit down, she'll talk to Richard. Then Ellen will leave and we'll give you the thing and... And I sort of said, are you fair dinkum? Claims of Ellen's so-called meanness have been bubbling away for years, but it's a concerning concept to cancel someone over. There are plenty of celebrities out there a bit more diva than down-to-earth as their public character might portray. 
That being said, kindness is what Ellen has built her profile on. A few years ago, I started ending my show by saying, be kind to one another. And, uh... Yeah, that's what I thought, but, um... The, and it's a, it's a wonderful thing, it is. It, but the, the, here's the downside. Um, I can never do anything unkind ever now, ever. I'm the be kind girl. I'm, and I'm kind, I'm a good person, I know I am, but I'm a human being and I have bad days and I try, I'm in traffic like you, I drive, but I can't do the things you do because I'm the be kind girl, you know? I mean, if someone does something rude in traffic to you, you can honk and let them know your disapproval. And I, I shouldn't even have a horn in my car. There's no reason for me to have a horn. I can't honk ever at anyone. Like, if someone cuts me off in a dangerous way, if I honk, they're like, Ellen? <laughs> but last month, some more reputable allegations started to emerge. 10 former and one current employee of the talk show host spoke to BuzzFeed News. Most made complaints against executive producers and other managers rather than Ellen herself, but there were claims of racism, sexual misconduct, intimidation tactics, being fired after taking medical or bereavement leave. The list goes on. Warner Brothers announced they were investigating, and Ellen emailed her staff directly apologising, promising to fix the toxicity in the workplace. Jonathan Valdez is an entertainment journalist and host of the podcast Orange Juice and Biscuits. Jonathan, I want to give the listeners some context here. Can you explain how important Ellen's rise to fame was, particularly for the LGBTIQ community? Ellen really shot to fame in the early 90s with her own sitcom, and she was on the show as a straight woman. And then one day, her character came out on TV, and it made national headlines, and she faced a lot of controversy for it. So people in the LGBTQIA plus community really have looked at Ellen in the past as a trailblazer because she really put a lot on the line being an openly lesbian personality who turned that into a character on a show and faced a lot of backlash. So people really up until now have looked at Ellen DeGeneres as a trailblazer, a pioneer, and an inspiration to a lot of members in the LGBTQIA plus community. These allegations of meanness or things that are just a little bit tone deaf, they've kind of been floating around for a while, like before the Dakota Johnson interview, haven't they? Yeah, I think that people have kind of seen Ellen's humor as a little mean, especially she likes to scare her guests and not everyone is a big fan of that. So I think people have been looking at Ellen for a bit, but it's always been kind of tongue in cheek and hearsay and no one's really made a big deal about it until really the pandemic. I mean, being mean isn't exactly illegal. Plenty of celebs are mean. (laughs) Do you think women are perhaps held to a higher standard of likability, especially on a global stage like Ellen has? Absolutely. I think that if you look at even the 2016 election in the United States, Hillary Clinton was one of the most qualified presidential candidates for these United States. And a lot of people were talking about her likability. Is she likable? Whereas they really should have been talking about how she was so qualified. She had worn many hats in government and she was ready to lead a nation. And they focused so much on her likability. And I think that women in general oftentimes have to not only be likable, 
people. They have to be on top of their game in whatever the industry they're in. And they also have to face those criticisms in a, I guess you would say, elegant way with poise, which is unfortunate because, as you know, a lot of men don't have to do the same thing who are mean, if not meaner than some of these women allegedly are. Where are we at with the staff allegations? Because they are allegations that are pretty serious. I mean, they're not all against Ellen. They're mainly against everyone else. Right. So Warner Brothers is doing an investigation on The Ellen Show, and they're interviewing former and current employees of The Ellen Show. And Ellen released a statement recently in the past few days just speaking about what was going on. But a lot of people criticized her because they felt that she didn't take enough ownership in the apology. What do you think about that? Because Ellen is obviously the head honcho, but she probably doesn't know what's going on in the nitty gritty of the whole company. It's a it's a huge company, right? Right. So I think that it is interesting because they're really holding Ellen to the fire because it is her name, where as we know, there's so many companies that have people at the helm that may not know what's going on, but her staff is saying that it's her show and she should be 100% responsible and in the know of all the comings and goings with her producers and staff. And in her apologies, she said that that hasn't been the case recently and that she wants to go forward and make that the case once again. But again, and she didn't personally say that she was at fault in the apology. What's next for Ellen? Do you think that this means her show is over? According to recent publications in the United States, like People Magazine and Us Weekly, they say that the show is going to go on. But there's also been rumors that people like James Corden may be taking over. And also certain people on social media have been doing gag and recommendations on who should take over for the Ellen DeGeneres show. I think that it will be up to the network if they feel like the going forward will be worth the controversy and the cancel culture that's kind of going around the Ellen show right now. What do you think it will take to recover? I think that what Ellen's going to have to do is make a public apology when they start filming new shows, if and when they do. I think she's going to have to address it head on. And I think she's going to have to take some sort of accountability in order for it to go away. What's your opinion? Do you think she'll recover from this? I think that Ellen in the long run will survive. We've seen a lot of people face cancel culture and come out of it. Sometimes it's months later, sometimes it's years later. I think her fan base is very strong. And as much people who are trying to cancel Ellen, there's also people who aren't trying to cancel Ellen. Specifically, a lot of her celebrity friends that have come forward to defend her, such as Justin Timberlake, Mario Lopez, Jennifer Aniston, and Katy Perry. We haven't heard publicly from Ellen yet. Her show's due to start back up on September 9. In the meantime, her loved ones are jumping to her defence. My sister is being viciously attacked, her brother wrote on Facebook. I stand by Ellen, declared her wife Portia de Rossi on Instagram. But meanness really shouldn't be the focus here. As Channel 7 Entertainment reporter Peter Ford explained, the troubling allegations from members of her staff about the state of the workplace are the parts of this story that deserve to be taken seriously. Now, bearing in mind some of these accusations about Alan and the workplace have involved sexual assault and also harassment, not by Alan, I might add, but by people who are employed on the show, up high 
towards people lower down. So the, the, the mantra used to be, you know, believe all accusers. That was the whole thing in the Me Too movement. Suddenly now, Portia de Rossi is dismissing some of those people making accusations as being bots, which just means stupid idiots, basically. So it's a story that's got a way to go. Uh, I don't think she can come back. I, I, think, I think it's over. This episode of The Quickie was produced by Melanie Tate with audio production by Ian Camilleri. And if there's a story idea you'd like us to follow up in more detail, shoot us an email, thequickie at mamamia.com.au.